So Hamilton. Now, obviously, I have been aware of Hamilton for probably like coming up on two years, right? I think that's the point where basically everybody's knew knew about it, right? About like mm-hmm. eighteen months, two years ago. Um, and I was aware of it. I knew that people enjoyed it. And then I was like, maybe I should check this out. So I downloaded the the soundtrack and I didn't listen to it for whatever reason. Then um, I heard it was coming to London, like probably mm-hmm. 18 months ago, maybe longer, probably a bit longer than that. It was the news day it was going to come to London. So I figured, well, I know how big a thing this is. I guess I, I will keep an eye out for tickets and I signed up for the mailing list. And then about 18 months ago, uh, I listened to some of the music and I listened to a handful of songs twice, just like the first five or six songs. Then I decided that I would never listen to another second of the Hamilton soundtrack until I could see it. Because I knew it was good, right? I was listening to it. I was like, oh, this, this sounds really good. But I don't know the story. I don't know the context. I can't see anything. I want to wait. And then uh, one year and two weeks ago, the tickets went on sale for the London showing of Hamilton. And I bought my ticket. And last Wednesday, we went to see it. And I have thought about nothing else since, I think. <laughs> um, there are very few things that you will experience in your life that are hyped beyond belief that can actually live up to it. Um, Hamilton exceeds that for me. I pretty much immediately knew I was going to love it. Like it started and it just felt good. And I was like, this is going to be fun. But I didn't know by the end just how much I was going to love it. I mean, you know, one of the interesting things is I don't know a lot of this history. I especially right. know nothing about Hamilton. Right? Like, I just don't know a ton about the American Revolution in general. And I didn't know anything about Hamilton. Basically, nobody did, right? Like, And that's one of the fun things about this is no one really knew his story, even though he was on the $10 bill. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that's made the show so fun is that people got to learn some history. Um, I want to talk about King George real quick. Because this okay. is this is an interesting thing, right? So this whole show is focused around the revolution, right? America breaking away from the rule of... like to, It's no longer a colony, right? Breaking out of the British Empire. Right. So, and one of the, the, the big characters who has a, a bunch of just solo songs, like... Solilo- I don't know the term. Anyway, uh, is King George. And... Yes. The moment King George stepped onto the stage, everyone in the theater just lost it. It was hilarious. The guy playing him was fantastic. The costume is wonderful. And it highlighted to me a funny thing about the, I think maybe part, maybe the difference between Americans and British people. Because, like, I saw a clip of Lin-Manuel Miranda, the creator, the, the, the wonderful creator and writer and composer of Hamilton, about the opening night of the London show. And he was nervous about how British people would react to King George. And also, in the same vein, I have had a bunch of American friends ask me about, like, oh, like, how are British people going to react to Hamilton? Like, it's all about the American Revolution. Like... It, <laughs> But there are two things here. One, British people love self-deprecating humor. Like, that is our thing. 
we take great joy in making fun of ourselves. So King George being portrayed the way he is is just wonderful. Like, full of uh, regret and hate, and, and he's so upset that anyone would think to leave him, and he's in this wonderful, like, gown and crown and all that kind of stuff. It's just hilarious to us because it's making fun of us, right? But we kind of go along with that. And the other thing is, and, and I, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but British people do not care about the American Revolution today. Like, no one thinks about it. We don't, like, British people don't feel like we lost America, right? Like, this isn't a thing. We don't think about it. It's, like, so far in our history, and there was right. an entire empire that we lost. It wasn't just America. It was, like, most of the world. And, like, I think that it is more prevalent in American history because you have Independence Day. And, like, at some point... You have yes. to learn about why you celebrate Independence Day. Mm-hmm. We don't have like Goodbye America Day, right? Like I, I never learned. Maybe you should. Maybe that we should. Be, you could do fireworks and everything. The jet the, skis. The, the American Revolution, probably for for you know reasons, is not taught in school. Like mm. I don't ever think about it. Like I am not bitter and upset and mad about the fact that the America is no longer a part of our empire. So, like, it's just funny to me. It was just funny to me to, to, for people to give those reactions of, like, oh, we're so, how is it going to be reacted? Like, how are people going to, like, we love it. I mean, and also, we love America, right? Like, Britain has a love affair with America, and this is just more America for us. Like, and, but it's just funny, like, watching it. It's like, I don't even, even when I'm watching this unfold, I'm not even thinking about Britain. Um, right. Because it's like a different, it was a different age for us. Like, it's a different thing. That Britain is not this Britain. Right, like that. Yeah, that America is not this America either. Exactly. That's, uh, yeah, but there is like I think more of a well, there is more of a, there is a celebration in America for it, which we also certainly don't we, have. And we understand the mythology. Like American school children are given, you know, this the mythology of the the American Revolution and the founding of the of the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have these figures, these famed figures, of which. Alexander Hamilton has generally been considered a minor player, but yes, your George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, like there are there are the big names, um, and and as an American growing up, you know all of that. So then you see this, and there's that additional resonance of like knowing the the legend of George Washington and and Thomas yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, so that's really interesting. On stage. The, the the introductions of uh, Jefferson and Washington in the, the the musical are these huge moments right like mm-hmm. the way they introduce washington is like you've been waiting for him here he is yeah. but like that doesn't hit with us yeah like i wasn't ki- waiting for me. him i like, love it <laughs> i didn't even think about him right like i don't really know a lot of the history so like from i think for our audience king george coming out onto the stage is way more <laughs> of a fun moment because <laughs> it's like this weird mirror being turned on us because we are in the victoria palace theater watching this yes right and well and, and he's he's singing it in a in a uh, very kind of brit poppy style right so that, that's wonderful. the choice I mean, that when when I, miranda made for those songs yeah when i hear his songs i think of elton john that's yes who I, I agree of. i hear a lot of people who say that it's sort of like beatles-esque and i'm like it's mm, not no it's elton john. john it's elton yeah. john completely because mm-hmm. it's all piano as well um and also yeah. by the way like currently uh 
what is what is the name of his first the first song? Uh, You'll be back. That is You'll currently my favorite song. I love it so much because it's <laughs> it it fills me with so much joy. Uh, mm-hmm. And like I I will say I I prefer the 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 way that the British actor sings it because I can hear the American in the Broadway recording. Ah. Uh. Right, like jumping, I, I can hear off, it. Yeah, yeah, like it's very good. His, his accent is very good. Like some of the the way that he pronounces the words, but just like the hearing it sung, hearing a British person put on a fake British accent, just is more <laughs> fun for me. Uh, so like, but that this so, but like you know, all of the introductions of the the big people in the play. They don't really hit in the same way. It's very interesting. I think it's it's it. There yeah. is this weird mix. I expect of how it's uh, repre- like how it's uh, accepted in the different audiences. And like the funny thing for me is, I didn't know what the end was. Like I know he says, right? oh, yeah. I know like Burr at the beginning says that, oh, I'm the fool who shot him. But I don't know if that means he dies or not. Like I didn't know <laughs> until the end. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was going to say the only two things that Americans knew about Alexander Hamilton mostly were that he was on the ten dollar bill. Maybe mm-hmm. they knew that. Maybe, and there was an ad for the milk producers, part of their award winning Got Milk campaign, mm-hmm. and that ad was a guy sitting in a room full of Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Burr, and Duel memorabilia including like the pistol and he's listening to the radio while um, eating like a peanut butter sandwich and the radio says we're going to give a big prize to the first caller who can tell us who uh who shot alexander hamilton in that <laughs> famous duel and he calls in and they say what's your answer and he goes because his mouth is full of peanut butter and then you cut to got milk right Wow, that's very so funny weird. ad, famous ad, well known, <laughs> and honestly, kind of like that's how people knew who Alexander Hamilton was for a very long time, but not anymore, not anymore. So yes, so I a lot of American audiences go in there knowing that this is the this is the most famous thing about Alexander Hamilton, which is really unfair when you get to dig into what exactly. I mean, he kind of shaped how American government ended up working out, shaped but, the world, um, right? Because like, the, the things that he did. Other countries adopted, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, it's true. But he was so disliked mm-hmm. by so many of the people who were his contemporaries who did end up in power so he was that, that he d- he did not get the credit that he probably deserved. Um, that is not to say that he is oh, actually the towering figure behind the American Revolution, but a hugely influential person who ended up not being very well known other than this real odd thing about how he was a fa- founding father who didn't... Uh, kind of go on like all so many of the rest to be president or to be prominent in politics because he died young ish and um and also just the novelty of the fact that the sitting vice president of the United States shot him in a duel that's crazy but anyway so yeah it's a uh, it's a uh, it's cool to think that you were like was he gonna die here yeah I had no yes. idea I had no idea yes he is gonna die here. but let me say Time stops right. the bullet is hanging and hanging in uh in that moment oh, and a, uh, oh, he so considers good. his life yeah again so it's like I'm so happy I didn't listen to the music because I wouldn't have understood the gravity of some of these situations right like I would have learned the songs without seeing the context and I'm so pleased that I got it with the context because the final two songs like I am in tears, right? In, oh yeah, in the theater. Oh yeah, 
Now, and I oh, would yeah. not have got that, I don't think, if I would have known the music, because I wouldn't have experienced it, in my opinion. Like, for me, I wouldn't have experienced it in the same way. Like, this was when I was learning about this. Like, I, I didn't know this was going to happen. And, like, the, the final song, where mm-hmm. Eliza... Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I... So we have listened. To, Even if you harden your heart and you can get through the rest of it, the moment that they talk about the orphanage, you're gone. Yeah, That's that it. was Forget it. it. That, you're it gone. The orphanage was when I turned the, over at the point from like oh tears in eyes to tears rolling yeah. down face. It was the orphanage. Uh, yeah, the th- That's like, it. So we have been listening to this soundtrack constantly for the last five days. I have not and cannot listen to Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. I can't do it. I need I to, have listened- more time. I've listened to Act 1 an awful lot. I've listened to Act 2 a much smaller number of times because it is quite a ride. And while it's very good, it's also very painful. I Mm -hmm. once, I was driving to the airport to pick up my mom and made the mistake of playing Hamilton. And I was sitting on the 880 freeway in Oakland like 20 minutes, (laughs) 10 minutes from the airport. And we got to the end of Act 2 and I was like, God. Yeah, and I was just like tears streaming this, down. I'm like, what am I doing? Because you've seen you've seen yeah, the traveling production, yeah. so right? So my so my my method here was that I listened to it an awful lot, and then after whatever a year or or so of listening to it, knowing that we were going to see it in uh, 2017, I kind of stopped listening to it. So by the time we went and saw it in April or something. Um, I hadn't, I hadn't really listened to it in three or four months. So I, I, cause I wanted, I wanted to create a little bit of a gap so that I could come in and have it be not, not that I wouldn't know the songs by heart, but that I wouldn't have heard them for a while. And that would be kind of like, I'd be getting that experience of like, now here it is. I'm getting to see it instead of, if that makes any sense, instead of like literally listening to it on the way in before the show, like I wanted to create a sort of special space there. Um, and so, yeah, and then we saw it and, and the, you know, the same thing, it was the, the, it was an incredibly, we brought our kids. Um, it was a, an incredibly emotional experience. It was amazing. It was the best uh, theater experience I've ever had. And I've, I've been to theater. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not a uh, diehard theater goer, but I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of theater over the years. And this beat out like uh, my favorite previously was something I'd seen in Ashland, Oregon, like 30 years before. <laughs> so um, it beat that out. And then um, we we managed, Lauren and I managed to go a second time right before it left town. And that was great. And it was really different because I, I was able to survey it a little less emotionally than the first time because it was no longer just about the story and about finally the end of this journey of now I get to see this thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I had seen it once before. So I was able to pay attention to kind of some of the stuff that maybe I missed in the moment. And that was pretty great too. I don't bring that up a lot because there's nothing worse than being the person who says, you know, the second time you see Hamilton is, is different. <laughs> Because people are like, shut up. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear about the second time you see Hamilton. But we did sneak it in there. Um, we were lucky to do that. So, and we'll, when it comes back here, I will try to go see it again because it was great. One of the reasons that I was in tears um, was because I was dumbfounded that one person could do this. Like, I cannot fathom how one person could create and write all of this wonderful music and tell this story completely through song. It's like a masterpiece, and I cannot fathom how one man did it. I just can't. It is 
uh, you know, as a creative thing, it is amazing. I mean, he obviously has a great support system and he's got his arranger, Alex Lackamore. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, but, and the, the, whoever did the choreography, uh, the choreography is amazing too. Um, my wife and daughter who are dancers, uh, at least, you know, they like to, they take dance classes and stuff like that. We're especially amazed by the, the choreography in the mm-hmm. show. But yeah, in the end, Lin-Manuel Miranda, boy, that's a really talented guy. I love the, I love seeing somebody so amazingly talented um, and being able to kind of will something like this into existence because it's such a huge project. And he, and it's, and it's something that took him, you know, years to put together. And it, and, and the thing that amazes me is if you just listen to the, to the cast recording, um, there are so many good songs in this show. Oh, it's so kind good. of mind blowing. Like you mentioned, how um, uh, "You'll Be Back" is your uh, your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had like ten different favorite songs. Oh, yeah, in yeah, Hamilton. yeah. Because also the room when when I finished <laughs> the show, the room where it happens was my favorite because I love that oh, one so much. Because also it's like so good. the thought of that song, like what is going into that song, is so. Mm-hmm tantalizingly interesting and like, so many different ugh. styles too yes. right that like he's telling a story he's bringing in history and the, the songs are in different so- styles yep. whether it's Elton John or a uh, Room Where It Happens is you know uh, a very different thing stylistically than something like Helpless or Satisfied like it, it's all over the place yeah, and, we, we and, found a, yeah. a, a documentary um, which was on PBS on YouTube oh yeah yeah sure um, mm-hmm. which it's difficult to find. It's called Hamilton's America. Like it keeps getting mm-hmm. taken down, and we watched a low quality version <laughs> of it. Uh, but there was there was a guy who was who was talking on it. I mean, one person con- like compared him to Shakespeare, Lin which is like I can totally understand that. Uh, and an- another person was saying that like uh, I think this was the guy who wrote the book that 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 Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, right. Based a lot of the 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 what we square got Ron Chernow from. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he said like. People are, uh, are paying attention to this because the the rap and hip hop is novelty on the stage, on the Broadway stage, and now the West End stage. But there are all styles of music represented here, including just traditional show tunes. But like people are are saying, oh, it's the hip hop musical because typically that it's not featured in huge musicals. So well, and it's got. It's got. It's making some very specific hip hop references at very various specific, points that would yeah. only be appreciated by people who are deep into hip hop and the, and the history of yep. rap and things like that that I've like read about styles. now. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea. That's fantastic, right? There's so, there's so amazing stuff in there. I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention one of the things that's happening here too is that in, beyond the music, beyond the text, beyond the choreography, the casting is intentionally part of the story of this. That the story of uh, America and so much history is about uh, white men. And so Hamilton is cast with uh, people of color in all the major parts, except for the king. It's the same in London too, by the way. Yeah. And yeah. And that's, there... and that is, that is part of the story of Hamilton yep. is it's talking about immigrants in the early days of the United States. Everybody was Im- an immigrant. Alexander Hamilton, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, whose father immigrated from uh, Puerto Rico, uh, or parents immigrated from, Puerto Rico. I don't know if they both came together. Anyway, um, Alexander Hamilton was from a poor uh, Caribbean Island. And although he was Scottish, 
in his background, he was poor and his mother died and all those things that happened in the beginning. And he ends up sort of getting sent to America because he's so brilliant that they, they take up a collection to send him to America because he deserves a decent education. And it is an immigrant story. And so Miranda is taking that and saying, you know, in this era where uh, immigration is this ar- argued about thing, American, it, it's worth remembering that America is a nation of immigrants founded by immigrants. And here's a poor immigrant from the Caribbean who is looked down on and insulted for where he came from by a lot of uh, well-known people um, and the impact he made. And one of the ways that the show does that is by having it not just be a parade of white guys playing those parts and in fact saying, no, we're going to have it all be people of color instead. Um, and that's part of the politics of, of Hamilton. And it's not in the script. <laughs> and other than, you know, I mean, there are parts where like immigrants, we get the job done. So mm-hmm. that is a, an applause line in the They've United States, at least I will tell you. Yeah, they it, stop because it cheer, the cheer is too long and they have to, they have to stop at that point <laughs> for the cheers. In San Francisco, let me tell you, that was a big applause mm-hmm. line. Anyway, it's great. It's well, great. I mean, that's the other thing that came out of it when I saw it. I was th- uh, flashing back to that when you you, you were uh, posting that you had just gotten out of it. Is is that was the thing that I told people afterwards? It's like, hey, guess what? Hamilton's really good. Like, I mean, like it's the stupidest thing to say, but then you see it and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah it's lives like, I up need to the you hype, to know that say. I know it's good. That's why we're it's, doing this right now. We, is I need our you year all end, to know that our this year is end amazing. incomparable episode. That was one of the things I mentioned. Is like we were talking about things we liked in 20, 2017. and I said, you know, I have to say it. I saw Hamilton a couple of times in twenty seventeen. Turns out, did you know Hamilton's pretty good? Yeah, it is. It is pretty good. It is so interesting to me that something could be made which is this good. Like it's it's we it's there's like the <laughs> we make things right. Like we try try and be creative and make things. And the thought that somebody could make something that everybody just loves is like such an interesting thing. It's like how do you do that? Like how it's it's why I'm one of the reasons that I am so wrapped up in this right now is just not just because it's incredible it is why is it incredible like that's that, that's what i'm like i will never come to an answer but like what makes it so good it, we yeah so we're just we're just obsessed we bought the vinyl i know that will drive you bonkers but we bought the <laughs> yep. vinyl and so we now have the four disc vinyl set because i want a thing right like we listen to it in apple music but yeah. i want a thing and we took the program that we bought and we put it inside the box right and now we have that and nice. we're going to go again because this is going to be in London probably for like 20 years now, I expect. Like, <laughs> probably. it will be in the West End. Like, you know, like, uh, the Book of Mormon just celebrated its 10th year in the West End, right? Like, this will be here forever, uh, but we are going to go as soon as we can. So it's sold out until the end of July. There are no more tickets available past July. So I think they're going to do it in blocks, right? That They, they just release blocks because it's not going to go away in July. But we have the lottery system here too. And whenever we have a free evening, we'll enter the lottery for that evening. I will see this show again and I'll probably see it again after that. And we'll just keep trying to see it because I need to keep consuming it because I love it so much. So it's wonderful. Just wonderful. So that's Hamilton. If you have the opportunity to see Hamilton, see it. Like, see it. And also, if you've never listened to it, don't. If you're going to see it, don't. Yeah, right. That is my advice. Like, if you have the ability to get a ticket to it and you get one and you haven't yet listened, I would say just don't. Like, just experience sure. it. 
because the this music is, will be there afterwards. It's uh, if you've waited this long exactly. and haven't listened to it, then just yes, go then see don't, it. And, then, and, then, then don't, don't spoil yourself. It's like good. you, yeah, you've already given yourself like two and a half years without listening to it. Just give yourself another six months, right? And I the, know. I, I know, you know, the hype can be like make people roll their eyes. Like, oh boy, I'm tired of hearing about it. It's really good. That's, I mean, that's the bottom line is it's a really great show. And you don't have to, you don't have to join the fan club and you don't have to create fan art and you don't have to watch all the videos on YouTube. You could just go to the theater and see it. It's an amazing theatrical experience um, that is, it's rich. The The lyrics and music are fantastic. The story is great. Um, and uh, you don't won't feel like you're getting a history lesson, even though there it, it is about things that really happened more or less. I wanted to plug one thing: if you do like Hamilton and you didn't know about it already, uh, people should check out the podcast we did at the Incomparable in 2016. We did a podcast called Pod for Ham. It's all there. The whole thing is there. You can subscribe and listen to it at your leisure. And it is an episode about every single song. It in is Hamilton. a completed project, which is. Yes. doesn't happen a lot. In I'm podcasts. done. <laughs> that was my 2016. I produced a basically 50 episode podcast about Hamilton. Are you on over the on weekly? I am not. I'm only okay. on like five. But I edited all of them and I I assigned all the panels. So it was a lot of work. Even though my voice is only well, my voice is on every episode because I introduce it. But uh, I'm only a participant in like five or six of them. I wished it was still going. <laughs> I could throw my, my opinion in, but I've got it here now. But my gosh, what a show. Oh, I, I'm tearing up again thinking about it. It, yep. it hit me, man. I couldn't talk. I'm glad you liked it. I was speechless. It's great. Like, Adina was trying to talk to me about it, and I would start talking. I'd start crying again. She's like, clearly, we yep. can't talk about this right now. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. All right. President John Adams... Good luck. <laughs> I wonder what line you were going to pick. <laughs> uh, I was trying hurriedly to come up with something, and that's what I got for you. Good luck. <laughs> that's the best part is that it, it, with, with that is that the you'll be back is like the arrogant king of like you're not going to do this. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kill all your friends and family, and we're gonna take you back. And the next one is like, mm. all right, now what are you gonna do? It's not as easy as you think it is. I, and love, I love that, that. one it's too. Because so it's like, what oh, yeah, next? okay. Off you go then. Mm-hmm. Go on. Off you go. And we'll see how you deal with this. That's and right. I love when he then just sits at the stage and just watches. And watches. It's, oh, it's that's, so that's what you don't pick up listening to the soundtrack is you don't know yep. the antics of King George as he's wandering around. Yep. Also, the, his lyrics, um, you know, he's uh, when you go, I'll go mad. And it's like, yes, you will. Because that's part of the story of King George is he goes crazy. He's the madness of king george he's slowly going insane um in that's part of the history so there's like little nods to other things like that it's cool oh king george tough to be the king sometimes so a couple of my other i'm just wish to keep talking about it for a few minutes like just some of the the lay motifs in it it's like aaron burr sir like i love that oh yeah like and and just all of the lines that are in all of the songs that are all crossing over all of the time, it's like this tapestry. And also, it's very, uh, it's very rare that a musical is all music. Well, right. there, I can't there, think of any musical. Uh, it's that, basically that I've seen it's, like that. it's an opera at that point. Uh, yeah, it's, is if you don't have any spoken dialogue and it's just all singing, and this one is essentially all singing. Yeah, 
that I hadn't thought of that. It's based. This is basically an, a hip hop opera, right? Like a hip hop opera, I will call it. Mm-hmm. And because sure has. there is always music, there's always music, and people are always singing. And even when it sounds like they're just talking, they're actually singing to each other. And there's rhyme still. And it's like yep. the cabinet meetings. That is genius to do it as a rap battle. Isn't like, that great? <laughs> all of these little elements of making this stuff interesting and accessible is just like I can't even comprehend like the the how you could do this. Like I, I love watching the documentary and it's like it had like two weeks uh off Broadway before it became a Broadway show. It was just like immediate. Right. Like people saw it was like, wow, now we have to, this has to go to Broadway. Like oh God. Man, I just the guy who plays uh, Hamilton is so good. He is so good. His voice is incredible, right? The, the, the London guy. He's just wonderful. Everyone is amazing um, in, in the production. Yeah. One thing I thought very interesting, is, uh, the guy who plays Aaron Burr, uh, he has a lisp. And I was like, when he came on the stage, I was like, wow, that is a an interesting decision. Like I was like, okay and but he is fantastic like he is just incredible and his credits like his theater credits the longest of anybody in the cast hmm. and i just thought that it was interesting right because it's a relatively pronounced lisp and he has probably the most lines maybe i don't because he like burr is the chorus right like he comes out and explains what's going on and stuff like that he plays in a very important part in the in the thing but the guy was wonderful I really hope that they one day do a uh, London recording that's available. Mm. I hope that they do that. I mean, I don't see why they shouldn't because the London show is going to be the most important show next to the Broadway show, right? Because that's just it, right? I know that there are other productions, but the West End and Broadway, like it's going to, like they will be permanent fixtures and it's going to be that way for a long time. So I hope that they do it because the London cast is incredible in their own way, right? Like there are some performances that I prefer from the the London to the Broadway. So I'm I'm interested to I hope that they do it basically. I think it would be very cool. But I'm going to go see it again because hmm. I got to and I mean honestly like the lottery is 10 pounds, right? We'll probably just keep putting our names into it forever. Right, because it's just like, right. well, you know, why not? And but the tickets weren't even that expensive. We had stalls, and they were ninety pounds each. I mean, now yeah, any of the tickets available are like two to three hundred pounds because there are so few tickets available for the next six months. Like we were right. trying to see if we could get tickets to go in the week after we get married, but it's basically impossible. Because the first group to see it is people buying it, knowing, oh, this is Hamilton. I want to go see it. And, and it then, was really hard to buy those tickets because like, they all came out. And, like I got mine on the day they became available, right? And they were just like every date was just filling up, filling up, filling up. And I was trying to get some of the earlier dates, but I'm so pleased I didn't because the show was delayed by like six weeks for opening. It was supposed to open in early November and it opened in mid-December. Right. So everyone got moved to a later performance. And can you imagine that? Like you, you get a ticket for November and you're moved to like March. <laughs> oh, 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 
so we like I ended up getting ours for January because I it was like it was impossible to try and get them. So I was like, right, let me bump along a couple of months so I can try and get these, right? Because everyone obviously goes for as soon as they possibly can. And then I bought our tickets. I bought them, and they were one year and one day away from when I bought them. Because <laughs> I put it in our diary, our shared diary, and it's like, are we going tomorrow? I was like, no, no, no. Look at the year; <laughs> it's not open yet. <sighs> All right. Thank you for indulging me. Sure. That's I fun. really appreciate it that. Takes me back to 2016. <laughs> yeah, I needed I needed to talk about it with somebody, and you're the only person that. Yeah. I would be able to get a good conversation about this with. So, yeah, I'm glad. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, everybody. And, uh...